The opinions and views expressed in this video are purely for entertainment purposes and not for investment advice. Hey guys, I'm back for another episode of Jacked of All Trades. I'm here by myself because David's off uh, doing some photo shoots. So um, I'll get right into it here. Uh, Sam, if you wouldn't mind pulling up this uh, article that I saw come out last week, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so it says here, stock funds took in more cash in 2021 than the last two decades combined. Um, there's a couple different things I kind of want to go over on this. Like the stock market always has kind of had like this stigma around it where it's like, you know, if you tell people I invest in the stock market, they think like, oh, okay, you know, like that's, that's cool. You know, you invest, you're like Warren Buffett or whatever. And, but if you say like I trade stocks, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you like to gamble, right? So the reason I wanted to touch on this is because, you know, I wasn't obviously trading back in 99 because I was like, you know, 10, eight years old or whatever. But um, from what I've gathered from, you know, watching interviews of guys that were trading and stuff back then, it was kind of like the same sort of stigma that it is right now. Like, I mean, like right now, anybody who's, you know, walking around and stuff like that, you can pretty much talk to anybody and they know about, you know, DWAC, they know about AMC, they know about CEI, like, you know, everybody's just kind of like involved in all the hype. Whereas like, you know, two, three years ago, like when I was first getting into trading, like nobody really even knew what it was. So it's it's not really like a, like a tech boom thing, like where, you know, like we're all connected now. So everybody's seeing the markets. It's more so just kind of like because of COVID, I think everybody's everybody's just been at home and it's just kind of like spread like wildfire. So the reason I'm comparing it kind of like to the dot-com bubble is because that was the last time where we had like so many big runners in the stock, like all these little stocks just kept going up and up and up. So you talk to people now and it's like, oh yeah, everybody has a story like, you know, a friend of a friend who made a million dollars and a friend of a friend who lost everything and someone else who mortgaged their house and then they made money and they thought they could make more and then they lost it. So like the reason I wanted to talk about all this stuff is because the bottom line is that like when you're looking at the stock market, there's two ways you can look at it, right? You can you can trade the stock market or you can invest in the stock market. So if you're an investor, like what you're doing is you're basically looking at really good solid companies that have, you know, a 10, 15, 20 year outlook where you think they're going to keep growing as a company and you put your money there um, to, to, you know, to improve your investments. So the way that I look at it, anything that I'm buying long term like that, I basically think of it as real estate where like, you know, it's it. I, you just don't think of it as accessible. Like when I buy a company for the long haul, I'm I'm buying it as if I'm buying a house. Like it's not it's not liquid money. Like yes, I could sell it at any time, but I basically written that money off. You know, I just put it away. I don't look at it. I just let it grow and do its thing. It's the same as the housing market, right? You know, the housing market goes up and down. You could buy your house today, and then you know, two years from now, it might be worth less than what you paid for it, but you're living there for ten years. So 10 years later, by the time you actually sell it, you've made a whole bunch of money, right? It's, it's the exact same thing. Whereas like if you're in the stock market, you can look at the quotes every day. So you can be like, oh, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down for two years. And then you're panicking and you're panicking and then eventually it comes back up. So you need to kind of think of them separately. And then when you look at trading, it, it becomes kind of this thing where people always say like, oh, yeah, you're a trader. Like, you know, you're like you must like to gamble and this and that. Or like, how can you make money? You know, you can't make money all the time. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, you look at guys like, you know, there's guys all across the board that have made tons of money trading. You know, Jesse Livermore is probably, you know, the OG guy from back in the 1920s, uh, Reminiscence of a Stock Trader. Anybody who hasn't read that, I highly recommend it. Really interesting book about him. 
Um, but we have guys, you know, like there's um, the Market Wizards book. That's a great book as well. You got guys like uh, Ed Sakota, William O'Neill are in that. Um, and then, you know, you move up to today and you have guys that are, you know, running prop funds, like guys like Mike Bellafoire. Like he's, you know, he's running a prop fund. He's a day trader. So there's all different different ranges. You know, you can trade over years. You can trade over months. You can trade over weeks. You can trade over days. You can trade over seconds, right? But at the end of the day, it's just because since the stock market is so easily accessible to everybody, like, you know, I see these advertisements for, you know, Wealth Simple or Robin Hood, and it's like, you know, it's the most generic millennial looking person saying like, oh, how do I invest in the stock market? And then they do this garbage commercial where it says it's easy, start trading today and make money tomorrow. You know, it's like that that's the way that these things are portrayed. So it kind of gets this like negative stigma around it. But when you really look at it, like logically, I mean, there is all these guys that make a living off this. So what's the reason that these people can make a living and make money every day and other people can't? Well, it, like the bottom line is it just comes down to work. You know, how much studying you're willing to do? How much work are you willing to put in? Um, any, you know, th like this is a profession. It's it's a business. It's one of those things where you can make enough money to, to live off of or, or very comfortably supplement your income. So you have all these people that think, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I saw this thing on the news, so I'm just going to buy this company. And it's like, well, at that point, it's too late, right? Like that's when that's when you should be looking to sell or to short it, right? Like once everybody knows about it, it's like the play is already gone. So what you need to do is, is just put your time into studying. I mean, it took me four years to start making money in the stock market. I think it took David about the same. And we lost a whole ton of money leading up to that point, just making losses, stupid mistakes, learning, you know, paying tuition. Um, if you think about any other job, I mean, you wouldn't, like if you were going to school to be an engineer, you know, like I graduated as an engineer, I, I can't go out onto a site. Like I can't walk out of my house right at a high school, walk onto a construction site and start, you know, telling people where to, where to go, what to do, how to build things, because I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. Like that's, that's, that's the same, that's the same thing. It's no different than, you know, walking into a casino. Like I don't know how to play poker. I've never played poker in my life, but I like, I could walk in, to a casino and I could throw $50,000 down on a hand and like, you know, I can't even, I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking at. So I could just say, okay, great. You know, throw my cards down, whatever. And then I lose all my money and I'm thinking, well, like, you know, how did, how did this happen? It's like, well, because I don't know what I'm doing. This so is the same thing with the stock market, you know, like just because it's easy to get into doesn't mean that you're going to make money immediately, especially as a trader. So at the end of the day, like, um, what you have to do is, is treat it like a business. So how do you do that? Right. How do you, how do you start? How do you level up? How do you graduate? How do you get to the point where, you know, you have your degree and you can keep moving on. So the best way to do it, in my opinion, the way that I did it is essentially you want to specialize in one specific area. So what I did, um, and like, you know, David and I, we have different trading strategies and everything, but for me personally, what I did was I essentially put all my effort into individual, um, like individual patterns, individual setups at each time. So there was a period when I was trading, like when I first started trading, I was trading OTCs because that was, you know, four years ago. It was right basically on the tail end of when they were semi-popular. They were already still dying. 
Um, but there was enough, there was enough action in them that I could still get some plays. I could still get some trades. So I learned how to read, you know, I learned how to read level two, learn how to read the tape. Um, I was trying to figure all that stuff out. And that honestly, I found that very simple. Um, I was making pretty decent money, like within my first few months of trading. And then they just slowly started to dry up. You know, there was, there was nothing, there was less and less and less. So that was back in 2017. And most of the, the penny stocks that were running were, were Bitcoin stocks. You know, like uh, BITCF, um, uh, GBTC back then even was a was a was an OTC stock. So all those kind of things were great because like the way that they operated were just so simple. Like there was a lot less like wiggle room, a lot less wiki stuff. Like they just they just flowed really smoothly. So once you learn how to read level two, you can see the order flow, and it becomes you know for me anyways, it became very simple to see when things were going to go up and when things were going to go down. But what happened is that market kind of dried up. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to figure out the next thing then because I had to go over to NASDAQs and you know listed stocks. So what I started doing is I was I was just trying to trade everything. You know, I was I was just gambling. I was thinking, oh, okay, like this, you know, this stock's going up, so I'll just buy it. And then I lost money. And then, well, this one's going down, so I'll short it and then I lost money. So it just became like this vicious cycle where you're constantly losing money and you can't really figure out what's going on. So the the process that takes the most time is figuring out what works for you. And when I say what works for you, I mean what works for you in terms of your availability to trade, um, your mindset, your risk tolerance, your stress levels, like all these things come into play because, you know, people that are very, you know, if you're, if you find yourself like really anxious, really stressed out all the time, like, you know, maybe you should look for longer term plays. Um, you know, if you're, if you're really quick and you're, you know, really sharp and all this kind of stuff and, you know, you can make decisions really quick on the fly. Maybe you should look at shorter term plays. You know, that's just an example. Like everybody's different, but it has to suit your personality. So like for me, it took me four years to find out what would suit my personality, you know, three and a half, four years, whatever it was. So I went through different stages, you know, I would find setups. So I would, I would, you know, you go online, you say, okay, there's, there's this specific, you know, bull flag setup or head and shoulders or whatever it is. And then I'd start looking for them. I'd say, okay, like, let's try and find these patterns. And then you always kind of find yourself like I did anyways, you kind of find yourself getting pulled in different directions. So like, you know, I, I'd be, I'd be looking for these specific patterns. I'd see one and then I wouldn't see one the next day. Then I wouldn't see one the next day. And then I'd just be frustrated because I'm like, oh, I'm spending all this time studying. I'm not seeing anything. And then I try something else. And then I lose money and then it kills my confidence and it just becomes this vicious cycle. So the best way, ironically, you know, because our program is called Jack of All Trades is to be is essentially to be, you know, a master of one. <laughs> so what you want to do is find out, just find one specific setup and just get as good as you possibly can at that setup to the point where you can basically do it in your sleep. Now, whether that means you're trading every day, every week, every month, whatever your time frames are is irrelevant. You just need to become really good at that one setup because the biggest thing in trading is your mentality and your confidence level. So like if you're going to if you're going to make a trade and you're going to lose money because it was a trade you shouldn't have taken. Well, you're going to wake up the next morning. You're going to see a perfect setup and you're probably going to put on half the size that you usually would because you're all you know, you're all stressed out from yesterday and you're lost. So you're second guessing yourself, whereas that was just a trade you shouldn't have taken. So, you know, like I'm at the point now where like I'm I'm. I've been very, very strict with myself for the past few months and my trades now, like I, you know, I can sit there, I, I, you know, I put my orders out and then I just let them do their thing. And 
like when, when my orders fill, I mean, I, I know I'm going to make money. Like if, if it hits my orders, I'm going to make money. Like that's just the way that I feel now because I know this, these patterns so well that I know that there's over a 90% chance I'm going to make money. And on the ones that don't, I know exactly the dollar value that I'm going to lose before I even get into it. So, you know, I get into it and it's like, oh, okay, the most I'm going to lose is X amount of dollars if it goes against me. But then I know that next 10 trades are going to work out in my favor. So it becomes a lot less stressful. Like, you know, you just, you just do your work, you sit there and it becomes like, it becomes boring. But the end of like the bottom line is that you can actually develop one of these systems that works all the time. So, you know, when it kind of frustrates me when I hear people saying, oh, you know, the stock market's gambling, oh, you're going to lose all your money. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, that's easy. Like, yeah, I know my buddy, you know, you only make this much. Like, I know a guy who just bought his first stock and he made, you know, $50,000 in a week. And it's like, okay, great, but he's going to lose it. Like, you know, it might not be tomorrow, might not be the next day, it might not be next year. But I mean, that's the reality, guys. Like, the only people that are new that, keep their money are people that you know you you make a big bet say you make a bunch of money and then that's it you just don't trade anymore you know you take it out and you buy a house or something but the guys that think oh okay i made money so like well here's another one i'll just buy this other stock like this is easy right especially back to this article when you look at stuff like this when everything just goes up i mean you could buy anything you could hold it you could be down 50 percent, and then eventually it's going to come back up and you're going to make money so what does that teach you? That teaches you that, okay, well, as long as I just keep holding these garbage companies, eventually I'm going to make money. Well, what happens when the market turns around? What happens when we go into a bear market, a sideways market? How are you going to, how are you going to survive, right? So that's why it's so important to have these systems. And your system can be whatever, whatever you need it to be. You know, my system, I could teach someone my system in probably, you know, half an hour exactly how i trade and they might lose money every time because they're not me they don't know how to operate it perfectly you know so like that's what it comes down to it's it's the operator right it's it's the same thing as you know like because i'm in construction again obviously like think about you know think about an excavator or a bulldozer like i can put you in the machine and say okay you know here's the levers this this makes the machine go forward this makes it go backwards this makes the arm go up this makes the arm go down and then so you know the system, you know exactly how this machine operates, you know exactly what the controls do, but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to, you know, build a skyscraper. That doesn't mean you're going to be able to dig a perfect hole, right? It comes down to the operator who's operating the system at the end of the day. So that's why everybody needs to find a system that works the best for themselves. So what you have to do is just put in the time and put in the effort. I mean, anybody that comes into this, and thinks they're going to make money right away is just, you're just wrong. I mean, it's just not going to happen. And you, you might make money right away, but you're not going to keep it. That's the thing. You're going to lose it. It's going to bleed out over time. So I've actually seen like, you know, it's funny. I've seen a couple of my, my closer friends, even just over this past year. Like I had, uh, I had a couple friends actually that they, they made more money than I did over a shorter period of time. And you know, they, they text me and they, you know, send me these things and say, oh, this is so exciting. Like, man, like, did you see this? Did you see that? Like this one went up, you know, 500%. And it's like, I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, like, I, I don't know that pattern. So I don't, you know, I'm not looking at it. It's like, oh really? Like I'm in it and I'm making so much money. It's like, sorry, man, I don't know that one. I'm over here making, you know, my 5% or whatever I'm making. And then, you know, so I'm just, I'm just coasting along, like slowly building my profit. And, you know, they have these big wicks and then, 
here we are a year later, both of those guys have had massive losses, you know, set themselves back. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm now I'm here and they're way back down here or even below where they started. Right. So it's tough. Like it's really tough, especially when you're newer because you don't want to miss out on the action, right? Like one of the things that you have to remind yourself is the stock market's been around for like, you know, decades and decades. So just because you missed the play today, doesn't mean there's not going to be another one tomorrow or next week. You know, you don't have to get every single play, but if you try to get every single play, that's when you're going to get yourself all stressed out and nervous and you're going to make stupid decisions. Like I'm at the point now where like, if I feel myself getting emotional and I feel myself getting like antsy at the computer to like try and move my orders or, or change something, I'll just cancel it and walk away because I'm like, if I feel like this, I'm not going to make the right decision. Like I need to be able to sit down at my computer, you know, heartbeat, just, you know, totally relaxed and just sit there like a robot, you know, like <laughs> you just have to be like dead inside, basically nothing get you excited, you know, nothing get you stressed and you just have to trade like a robot. So if you find yourself getting excited, my advice would be just to step back and relax. Like, you know, it's a good feeling when you're making money, but it's different when you're in the trade. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be getting all excited and, and pushing yourself to make a trade just because you can. So, you know, I think, uh, I think we'll probably wrap it up pretty much right here. Like that's, that's just sort of what I wanted to go over is just because I have heard so many people, like obviously this article kind of sums it up, but there has been so many people this year and last year that have made a lot of money, lost a lot of money. There's a lot of new traders out there. Um, so I just wanted to give my two cents, which is basically just like, you know, you have to respect the stock market. You have to treat it, treat it like you would treat any business, treat it like you would treat any profession, take the time to learn. You know, it's not something that you're really going to go to school for. It's something that you have to teach yourself for the most part. Yes, there's good education courses out there that help you, but this isn't something where you sit down, you know, like in a university class and you get marked on how you're doing and then you get a degree and then you can get a job, right? Like it's all up to you. There's nobody that's pushing you to do this. There's nobody that's telling you to do this. If you're making losses, you can make a stupid decision. It's going to cost you financially immediately. So it's just patience. You know, it's the same thing as having patience in a trade. You have to have patience in the stock market and you have to be able to make those decisions um, objectively based on your system. And you won't have a system until you've put in the years, you know, the months or the years or however long it takes you to be able to act like that and make the right decisions. So. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I think David's going to do probably the next episode solo. So we'll see, uh, see what he has to talk about. But uh, catch you guys later.